Welcome to The Longest Road with yours truly, Josh Williams. This isn't your average everyday sports show. No, this is a sports storytelling show. Growing up as a kid, my grandfather would share stories upon stories of these larger-than-life sports figures. Muhammad Ali walking into McDonald's. Elvis Presley walking out of the Doubletree. Watching Barry Sanders and Walter Payton in person. And even seeing Dick Buckus hit someone so hard that he killed a man. I was enamored. His best friend, neighbor, was a former NFL player who took my grandfather to NFL alumni events all the time, where these moments and stories became lessons that these larger-than-life figures are people too. He once told me, instead of asking for an autograph, to ask them a question. These questions are now the bridge from larger-than-life to everyday you and I. And just like my grandfather did with me, I want to share these stories with you. So ladies and gentlemen, the journey starts now. Welcome to The Longest Road with Josh Williams. Today I'm joined by a guest who is one of our names of the future. We are joined by Concord High School quarterback Ethan Kane, who is committed to Indiana State and will be competing for the right to play quarterback for the Sycamores come next season. Ethan, thank you for joining us here on The Longest Road. How has everything been? Uh, Great, great. Just, you know, working out, getting ready for a new chapter new chapter have you taken a moment to look back at the previous chapter and say wow i did this or i did that anything stood out to you um yeah i think the the biggest thing that stood out to me was probably just relationships um you know uh just bonding with um you know guys uh on the on the team you know in the community um coaches um you know going against other players you know even division one players um in this area so um just looking back on it you know just you know, being able to see a successful um, high school career where I originally was from, you know, it's not, um, you know, taking this next chapter is not something that a lot of kids get to do. So, um, you know, taking this new chapter at, uh, in Terre Haute at Indiana State um, is something that I'm looking forward to. And uh, hopefully kids from, you know, small towns like Walton, Indiana, where I'm originally from, you know, can, can look up to me and, and, you know, see that and see that can be done. So. So for those who are listening, where is Walton, Indiana at? Uh, Walton, Indiana is between um, Kokomo, Indiana and Logan Sport, Indiana. It's a real small town. Um, not really sure how many people are there, but the high school, I think, has probably 400 kids total in the high school, so not too big. Not too big, but still enough to give you big dreams of wanting to play Division One college football, um, and, and you finally have obtained that. But let's take a look back at the illustrious season seasons that you had over at Concord. Not a bad completion to your high school career. The final numbers for you. 344 passes completed out of 607. 4,163 yards thrown for. You had a 56 uh, pass completion rating. And then you had 19 interceptions for 35 touchdowns and averaging, averaging somewhere around 122 yards per game. That's not a bad job as a high school quarterback, something mm-hmm. to be very proud of, no? Uh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm proud of it. Um, you know, the two things that I really, you know, if I could go back and obviously change them would be, you know, the completion percentage. You know, I'd want that to be higher. Um, you know, I, I, I really pushed for, uh, you know, this year especially, I'm pretty sure I was over 60, I think. Um, so, you know, if I could have if I could have really pushed for that, you know, my sophomore and junior year, you know, to get over 60, that's something that I always wanted. And then... Uh, you know, also the in, the interceptions, um, just being like a young player like I was sophomore, junior year, um, you know, just kind of learning the ropes and getting used to high school football. 
um, and not even just high school football in general. You know, it's just playing, you know, the most important position in the game. Um, you know, if I could redo all that and just kind of, um, just kind of, you know, like I said, just redo that and, and knock out some of those incompletions and, and change the completion percentage. Those are the two things I wish I could change. Now you still got to give yourself a lot of credit. And um, you almost had your arm tied behind your back a little bit. You suffered an injury your sophomore year, beginning of your sophomore year, ACL. Uh, that has to set everything back a little bit. And then you have to climb out of this hole, if you will. Talk about going through that injury process, if you will. Uh, you know, it's... It's um it's definitely devastating, you know. Uh you know, I just completed my sophomore year of football. Um, you know, we were I think we finished, you know, ten and two, um, fell short of the conference, you know, won a sectional championship, fell short in the regional. Um, you know, we had some good players coming back, you know, going to my junior year. Um, you know, I, I, the biggest thing for me was I wanted to take a step as a leader, um, uh, being able to play as a sophomore going into my junior year. I knew that like a lot of guys would probably look to me for, for some stuff and you know, I went and played basketball, you know, which is actually the game that I kind of grew up loving. Um, is that what you played back when I, you were at Walton? I, that's what I played. I, I, I actually debated back in, in, like, middle school and junior high. I almost quit playing football. No I way. almost did it because I, I just loved basketball. I played AAU. I loved it. It was just, it was, you know, competitive. It was just awesome. And, you know, um, I was playing that and, you know, just unfortunately had that injury. And, and you know, it's... It kind of stinks, um, you know, going through that. But uh, you know, I if I could do it all over again, I'd probably you know choose the same route because it it makes it made me a better better player and a better man going through um, adversity like that. Because there's days you wake up and it's like I really don't want to keep attacking this because it's the the therapy process for that is just it's tough and you know a, a lot of people you know you know dealing with that you know. Sometimes it's hard to see light on you know, the tunnel with with an ACL injury, and you know a lot of people, you know, they may they may you know hear that and they may be like, oh, you know, it's an injury, you know, just like it, but it's not, you know, it's, I mean, it's it's your knee, it's a crucial part of your body. You need it to walk, run, jog, you know, cut everything, and and you know, dealing with that, that's just it's it's tough. It's not easy for anybody. It has to be a grueling process, especially mentally, to keep yourself focused on the light at the end of the tunnel, as you said. Um, what was the motivation there? The fact that you wanted to come back your junior year, you got a taste of of what uh, maybe going to state could look like. Um, all those factors in there. Uh, what was the single motivation for you? Oh, uh, you know, I, the biggest thing was probably I I always grew up, um, you know, idolizing my 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 cousin who played quarterback um, at Lewis Lewis Cass High School. Um, both my brothers who played, you know, um, football at Lewis Cass, and then. Um, you know, the, probably the number one thing was probably my, my dad. Um, you know, he, he motivate, motivated me a lot, you know, from the day that, you know, I heard the news um, to like month three, you know, when, when you, you, you're starting to feel it a little bit, like you can get back, um, but you're still dealing with that. And, and then also just, you know, I, I wanted to play Division One football as a kid. I, I wanted to play Division One athletics. Um, you know, it's not really heard of a lot around – that small town, um, you know, it's, it's not easy, you know, small schools, you know, they just don't get that much love. So it's, it's kind of hard to do that. And, and I knew that if I wanted to, uh, to keep chasing my dreams, I knew the biggest thing was just keep attacking my injury. And, um, you know, one day there would be light there at the end of the tunnel and just keep pushing and, and, uh, just recover from that and keep going. 
Speaking of dreams, what are your dreams? I mean, you seem like a guy that's got like a chip on his shoulder a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, a tough guy, if you will. You could have probably grown up in the Bronx and fit in just fine <laughs> over there. Uh, but what are your dreams? I mean, what what is Ethan K? Obviously, going through this, this proves that you could go through anything and, and come out on the other side. What are the dreams for Ethan Kane? Uh, you know, it, it just keep, you know, just keep going. Um, you know, I, I always wanted to play Division One football since I got in high school. That, that was my goal. Um, I looked up to my brother who went and played Division One football. So where did he play at? Uh, he went to Moorhead State. Okay. Okay. Um, so F, you know, a little FCS. Yeah, hey, so nothing wrong with that, yeah, right? How right. Do you do right. Uh, he was he played he, so he he got through uh, he played for a year um, and then just kind of far away from home, just not real easy. Um, just kind of so then he came home, um, took a different route. Hey, but, there's uh, nothing wrong with that at oh, all. Not at all. Not not at nothing at all. Nothing wrong. What's I mean, he doing now? Uh, he is um, currently uh, at Ball State. Goes to school there, getting ready to graduate, and uh, you know our, has, has, a, cool. has a giant uh, a job lined up and everything. So beautiful um, man. Could beautiful. argue that it's probably the best route for him. You know. Right. So. Um, hey, everyone's got an expiration date on their career. We don't oh, exactly. get to choose when it happens. God has a plan. Exactly. God has a plan. Man of faith, I see, yeah? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. A little bit. Hey, you got to have faith to go right. through what you went through to come out on the other side. Right. I, I mean, again, for folks who have never gone through an injury like tearing your ACL or anything like that, it is probably one of the most difficult recovery process that you can go through because you have to go through so much and you have to be willing to push yourself through so much. Um as we go through this, we start to see the transformation of Ethan Kane from becoming this boy to now becoming a young man who can handle things. Talk about the junior year, junior year and senior year. Uh, junior year, you know, I um, so I was actually I was actually trying to make a case to come back week one. Uh, <laughs> of course, you were. It would have been it would have been probably four and a half months post ACL surgery. You, think you so, are Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, no kidding. So <laughs> I. Uh, so I was trying to come back week one. Uh, we played South Bend St. Joe, and that team was just phenomenal that year. Um, you know, and is that the and, year they went? Did they go to state that year? Or no, it was. Uh, I think it was when they went. I think they won sectional that year. Yeah. Um, but they were a solid team, and and they were pretty senior dominant. Um, looking back on it, I probably shouldn't have made a case to play as much as I did because that team probably would have put me back uh, in surgery. I mean, that team was tough, and you know, um, Coach K did not let he, you. He play, didn't right? him. It it was it was uh he he basically told me you know that probably not a good idea to push it as much as I was doing. He's a pretty um, smart man. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean i I had to you know sit out there and watch that. Um, you know I think we fell a little short that that week, but you know that whole junior year it was just kind of you know I I didn't really think that I'd be like my my same you know level of play that whole year. Um. Just because I think the I came back the second week and it was I think that was five months or five and a half months post surgery so came back fast but you know I, I wanted to and and you know um, and the body was responding to to the brain at that point because I mean one of the things I always hear too I mean I've never had an ACL or MCL mm-hmm. but I've always heard that when it comes to that first time that you go out there to practice that cut it's almost like your body has a little bit of hesitation even though your mind's mm-hmm. telling you to do it. Your body's kind of like, hey, hold on. Did you have any of that happen to you, or was it oh. kind of like, no, I'm I'm doing this now? Oh, one one hundred percent. You know, I had that. Um, you know, the coach, the coaches told the coaches would tell me all the time. You know, that you just you're not looking the same. Um, but they knew that I wanted to be out there. And, you know, if as long as I wasn't hurting the team, I was going to be out there. And and that's something they knew. That's something I knew. That's something my family knew. 
and um, you know I, I wouldn't I wouldn't trade it for the world. That junior year was tough. Um, you know I got into like week three I think, and I I retore my meniscus in that game. Wow. So you know wow. I the rest of the season I had to um, you know I told myself I wasn't going to sit out. So you played um, without the rest I, of the season. I played. It was it was almost like it was off and on because what would happen was um, my knee that that meniscus would flip up and my knee would swell and I'd have to get it drained. So Fridays before games I'd go and get it drained and I did do that probably four or five times before games. Go get it drained, put on my brace and play, but I just couldn't Holy move. Moly. So I mean it was just dealing with that, um, you know, and it was tough because I I couldn't run. Um, I could throw, but there was games with our game plan where um, you know maybe we needed to run the ball a little bit more and having that quarterback run was was a little more crucial so you know sometimes there was a few series where you know I had to you know kind of as our as our strength coach at Concord always says you know take off the cool jacket you know put the <laughs> ego to the side um I had to step off on the sideline you know let let you know um Carter Nebraska one of the better athletes in this area I had to let him step up go to quarterback run the ball a little bit make some plays and then I'd come back in a couple couple plays later and throw the ball around so it's not really ideal to do that, you know, as a quarterback, but at the end of the day, you know, it is what's best for the team and and I had to do that junior year. And senior year, obviously, you have this explosive senior year, 2047 yards thrown for. You had a 61% completion rating, 20 touchdowns, only four interceptions, and you're averaging 204 yards per game. Obviously, this is the culmination of two years of having to face adversity. And then having a goal in mind that you want to accomplish. Did you have a chip on your shoulder that you wanted to prove to colleges that said, "Hey, I'm not the fragile guy you think I am. Mm-hmm. This isn't a repeat." Yeah. Did, it, did it get you angry enough? Oh, a hundred percent. You know, it's it's uh, you know at the end of the day, all all I heard was you know too small, uh, not fast enough. Um, you know, arm strength's not there. Um, you know, it, it, at the end, like it really just doesn't bother me. You know, I'm. I've always known, you know, I'm a, I'm a six foot quarterback. In today's day and age, you don't see a lot of them. But what you do see is you do see uh, Russell Wilson, you see Drew Brees, you see Kyler Murray, you see um, a lot of people hate on him, but that's my dude, Baker Mayfield. Yeah. <laughs> you see undersized, you see undersized, you know, quote unquote undersized quarterbacks in in the NFL at the highest level of football, you know, making plays and and all pros. Absolutely. So you know, I, at the end of the day, you know, a lot of places they look for that prototypical you know big quarterback but you know sometimes you got diamonds in the rough honestly and and I think that you know with with the chip on my shoulder that I have you know I've never worried about whether or not I'm too slow whether or not I'm not big enough because in the, the day it's it's football it's a game and um, competitors they compete and that's what I am and at the end of the day you just gotta go ball and that's what I do go ball and uh, that's obviously the objective with uh, this coming season um, looking back, though, before we kind of close the chapter and t- look towards uh, the Indiana State chapter, uh, what are some of your favorite memories of this past three-year experience? I mean, obviously, you, you've made some great friends. You you had some great teammates. Carter Neveroski, I assume, is probably one of your, your best guys, yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, talk yeah. about some of the experiences that you had over the last three years, and uh, if there's any shout-outs that you want to have to any of your teammates, uh, any coaches oh, like boy. that. Oh, um... boy. I don't know. It's a lot of it is just the practices. You know, it's it's going out to practice every day. You know, uh, cracking jokes with players, cracking jokes with coaches. You know, and and a lot of times, you know, some people may think that you go out, you go out to practice and 
and and it's just straight football. But at the end of the day, it's really not. It's really more than just football. It's it's chemistry. It's relationships. It's 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 everything. It's it's almost everything um, that you can think of besides football. I mean, it, it really builds. It really builds. You know, kids into men, and 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 it teaches them toughness. It teaches them, you know, um, how to battle through adversity. It's it's really a life game, is what it is. And you know, the memories I have through through three years of high school, I I think there's too many to really name just one. But um, the people that that I was able to be around, and um, the people that I was able to lead, um, it, it's just it's it's crazy how much football can can do for one person. It's it's unreal. It's amazing that you said uh, that you know football is a life game. There's a quarterback, Hall of Fame quarterback Joe Namath, who said that football taught me that life is a team game, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what you kind of just highlighted and illustrated right there. Um, looking towards the future, now you have the biggest opportunity that you have worked your butt off for, for the chance to compete and the chance to start at Indiana State. What is that like gearing up mentally for you? Oh, uh, you know, it's, it's it's the same as business as usual. Uh, you uh-huh. know, it's you know, I got to go in as a freshman and and new faces everywhere. Um, but I mean, like you said, business as usual. I mean, it's 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 kind of the same thing. You know, you go in and at the end of the day, you just got to compete. Um, nobody cares when you go in there. Nobody cares. You know, nobody's gonna ask me how many yards I threw for in high school. You know, I'm not going to ask anybody how many state championships they won. Nobody's going to ask me how many sexual championships I won. Um, you know, at the end of the day, we're all going in. It's a fresh start. And, uh, and you know, the, the fate get exposed. And, and, <laughs> and, and, and you know, you, you got to compete. And Quarter of the day right you gotta, there. you got to compete. And, and that's the thing. And, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. But, um, you know, I, I think this trip will stay on my shoulder, you know, regardless if I went in as a freshman and started the first game or if I went in and, and didn't play four years, you know, I'm going to have a, I'm going to have a chip. Um, I'm going to go to practice every day. I'm going to work my butt off and, and, you know, nothing's going to be given to me. It's all going to be earned. And, you know, I'm excited for that, but you know, like you said, business is usual because I've been doing that since I got here, um, at, at Concord. So, you know, just, just going there, competing, um, just, just being myself, you know, and, and everything else, take care of it. Have you gotten a chance to meet the rest of the quarterback room yet, or at least talk to anybody yet from the quarterback room? Uh, I haven't got a chance to talk to the, uh, current quarterbacks there right now. Um, I've talked a little bit with the other commit in our classes, but that's about it. Okay. So that's going to be your best friend going into oh, this for sure. year. For sure. It, and, and the best thing is, you know, the, the quarterbacks coach at Indiana State, um, coach Young. Um, I've talked to him plenty of times and, and, uh, the thing that he always reiterates to me is every day you're not competing with the other quarterbacks. Like, like you are, but you need to have the mindset that you're competing with yourself because he wants, and, and it's awesome. It's, it's really awesome. What he wants is a family, like a family room because each one of us as a quarterback, we all want to play. We all want to play every, any, any anybody that goes there and and doesn't want to play got something wrong with them. They're not they're just not competitive. <laughs> right. And and you know we all want to play, but at the end of the day we we need to help each other. We need to make each other better. We need to compete with each other, but we're also competing with ourselves more than more than the guy next to us. So, I mean that's that's the best thing I've heard from him. And and you know that that advice that he gave to me and and you know keeps uh, reiterating. You know that's just awesome. 
aside from the the athletic side too what is the what is the academic side going to be looking like for you what 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 are you going to be majoring in have you put thought into that yet uh yeah i'm so i'm actually going to be following in my uh, i'm going to be following my brother's footsteps uh he majors in supply chain management um and business uh, so that's what i'm going to do i'm going to go into business um i was looking at medical for a while cuz with the knee injuries and all that it's just kind of fascinating um and i kind of knew you know just through all that just kind of knew a couple things about knees so i was thinking about that but um, I think I'm just going to take the business route and, and go into supply chain management. That's not a bad idea. You and your brother are going to team up after uh, yeah. you guys all oh, said yeah. and done. It's been talked about. Family business here. It's been talked about. So, um, Looking back, though, at the decision to go to Indiana State, what went into that? What 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 sold you on Indiana State and becoming a Sycamore? Um, you know, it, it all started on the very first game visit I ever took there. Um, was that your first visit anywhere? Uh, no, okay. uh, it, it was. It was actually my. So I I, I took this visit, um, and then I took one more visit to Western Michigan, um, and then I went back to Indiana State again. But the uh, the first visit I took to Indiana State, you know, I got there. Um, the quarterbacks coach came and saw me right away. Never talked to him before. Um, but but what what it felt like was that they knew who I was and wanted me there. Um, so he came straight to me, talked to me. Um, it was the first time where, you know, when you go on these visits and I, I've been on a lot and my brother went on a lot and a lot of times you go on these visits and, and you're just kind of like another number. Yeah. Um, yeah, of course. And, and bigger the know, school, the bigger the exactly, numbers. Exactly. So, you know, when I first got there, it was, you know, he took me right away, took my parents with us and, and took us on the field. And, you know, a lot of times you get on these visits, you have, you know, they have like the academic person come talk, they have all these meetings and stuff you do before the game. And, and right away, he, he grabbed me, took me on the field with my family, and uh, you know basically just explained Indiana State football, the direction they want to go in, and, and made me feel like I was already there. And, wow. And it, it's, it's like a family thing. It really is. It's, you, know, you really know where you want to go. Like, you, you don't know until you know. And it's very, it's very weird to say that, but... You know, I've been to Illinois State, I've been to Eastern Michigan, I've been to Western Michigan, um, and, and all these places, you know, I, I had opportunity, I had some kind of opportunity to play there. And at the end of the day, it's just, it's more of a family thing at Indiana State, and the direction they're going in, it's, it's unreal, and the coaches there are just, they're awesome. It's, it's, it's an unreal place. Well, for a small town boy from Walton, Indiana, family is important and having that family mm-hmm. atmosphere there especially even looking back at your your high school you know coach craig, uh, craig Kaler there kind of preaches and makes that whole family atmosphere a real thing mm-hmm. um that you guys have procreated over there um i guess it's no surprise that you would want to find that other family atmosphere for the next level too is there any relation to like the experience in, in concord uh i think so um the, I think what happens is, you know, at Concord we have this, uh, you know, the, the coaches really, truly care about the players. Um, we build relationships. You know, we can joke around. We can get serious. You know, it's they they really take care of us as players. Um, and I think that when they set that standard, you know, when you go on the next level, you don't want to see anything less than that. So, um, you know, it, like I said, you know, the, as the first time I went to Indiana State, it was it was right away attention. Um, you know, just making me feel wanted. Um, and then, you know, just explaining the family culture that, that they have and then are also pushing to make better. So, you know, it, 
Coach Kaler, you know, kind of set the standard in my eyes at Concord, you know, as, as well as the rest of the coaches of what a family um, atmosphere should feel like. Um, and then, you know, having that standard, you know, taking visits, trying to find my new home, you know, I, I kind of, I had that bar set and I wasn't going to take anything less than that. So uh, it's pretty impressive there that um, that was something that's developed there in high school now has kind of blossomed and um, your teammates also are also going elsewhere and playing football too. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys have had a pretty successful run of taking high school athletes and turning them into collegiate athletes, no matter if it's Division One, Division Two, or, or whatever the case may be. Everyone's finding homes to play, mm-hmm. um, and that's pretty impressive. Uh, looking at the future, what does the schedule now look like for you between graduation and getting now down to Indiana, Indiana State University? Um, it's from what I know um, so far, it's graduation is going to be, I think, I, I believe like the first week of June. Um, and I think I have about two weeks and I'll be right down in Terre Haute. Do you guys have any spring camps that you're doing? Uh, well, we have, uh, I mean, they'll have, uh, you know, like spring practices, um, stuff like that. It's got to be exciting, yeah. Oh, yeah. You ready to strap oh, yeah. on that? Uh, uh, I mean, I'm. <laughs> I, I've been I've been waiting I've been waiting for this since you know I signed back in uh, back in December so you know it's it's you know it's it's, it's exciting um, you know it's it's sad because you know I, closing high school leaving my family um, friends um, you know but at the same time it's you know every, a lot of people go through it not everybody but a lot of people go through this high school to college transition um, you know a lot of people struggle uh, you know I. The the good thing you know about me is I have uh, two brothers that that went and played college ball. You know, unfortunately they they just it wasn't for them. You know, they they left and pursued elsewhere. But you know, I I have an upper hand, I guess. On um, of course, you got two mentors, right? Exactly. You know, they they um they had the feelings when they were there. They know the emotions. They know the grind. Um, so just just being able to talk to them, learn from them. Um, you know, kind of somewhat knowing what to expect um before i get there you know but at the same time you know it's it's you know time to compete and and i was just at uh indiana state over the weekend and and you know i told the told the quarterbacks coach far left i was like you know i just i needed a foot in the door i got that and now it's just time to compete and show what i can do that's exciting uh we're we're excited for you and uh i'm hoping that uh we'll be able to have a part two follow-up after the conclusion of your freshman season and see how everything went and how adaption to con- from Concord to Indiana State has been going for you. Oh, yeah, 100%. I'm, I'm 100% down to do that. Good, good. Well, Ethan, thank you for taking the time to join us here on The Longest Road. It's been a pleasure of getting to hear your story, and we're excited to see where your collegiate career goes. I appreciate it. Thank you. You've been listening to The Longest Road with Josh Williams on Podcast by Federated Media. If you'd like to recommend a guest, find the contact us link in the description and let us know. Until next time, thank you for listening, and I'll see you down the longest road. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.